Well, what an absolutely incredible weekend just one week ago as our congregation launched out to 36 different sites all over Metro Detroit to share the love of Jesus in a practical way. And it is truly humbling uh, to be uh, one of your pastors and to watch how hard our church works, your willingness to sign up, to go and to give up a weekend in the summer in Michigan. <laughs> Amen? Amen? To go and to bless others. And many of these sites, people we didn't even know, many of these sites, people that were connected to members here that, hey, my neighbor needs help or my friend needs help, and to watch as you willingly gave of yourselves. And our scripture this year for, for our Step Out and Serve weekend and our Step Out and Serve celebration comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And I, I think most of you are going to resonate with this uh, today. Uh, this is what it says. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies. Think about that. Your hands and your feet and your knees and your backs. Because I had the opportunity to go to several sites, and I had the opportunity to talk to many of you throughout the week, and, and you over and over again said, wow. I'm not used to doing that kind of labor. <laughs> or my back is killing me. I need two weeks to recoup. Or my legs or my arms. But yet you didn't do it angrily. You, you did it because you were so uh, glad to be able to go and to help. And so you sacrificed your body. That's what it says. Your bodies is a living sacrifice. And you know the most difficult part about living is, uh, being a living sacrifice is that you have to do it over and over and over again. You actually never die. You have to keep getting back on the altar and using the gifts that God has given you to bless others. That our sacrifice would be holy, think about this, and that it would be acceptable to God. That most importantly, God saw what you did last weekend. And that that would actually be an act of spiritual worship. I want you to think about that. And think about how easy it is for Christians and, and for churchgoers to, to kind of have that consumer mindset and for everything to be about us. And so we're constantly consuming things instead of being contributors. And see, I don't believe that to be true of Shepherd's Gate. I believe Shepherd's Gate is one of the most generous churches on the planet. I believe that, that many in our congregation, they live open-handedly and they respond to the call to go and to serve and to even serve with their bodies and that it would be as a church, our spiritual act of worship. Isn't it interesting that uh, the scripture continues, don't be conformed to this world. You might remember all August long we talked about this as we were looking at the sermon series, Blank Must Fall, and we talked about how fear must fall. We talked about how rejection must fall, and most importantly, self must fall. Because self has a way of always getting in the way of what God actually has for us, which is loving our neighbors. But see, as we don't become conformed to the world, we're transformed, and we're transformed in our hearts, we're transformed in our minds, that we would actually be able to discern what it is that God wants us to do, that we'd be able to discern what God has called us as a church to do, which is to go out and to serve others and to bless others and to use our time and, yes, even our financial resources that other people may be blessed in our midst. And that's what's so cool about this. 
And I want you to see what it says as we go on. It says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Sounds a lot like self must fall, right? But to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, which is us, Shepherd's Gate, we have many members. There's 1,100 of us, if you're wondering, okay? There's 1,100 members here. And for as one body has many members, the members do not all have the same function. Some of you have gifts and abilities that other people in our congregation don't have, and vice versa. And you're going to see how this plays out. So we, though many, are still one body. We're still one body and individually members of one another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. But this is what Paul exhorts us to do. Let us use them. Use your gifts. Don't just sit in church every week. Go out and bless others and use the God-given gifts that he has given you, which is exactly what took place last weekend. And look at the gifts that he lists here. Prophecy. And do you know that some people signed up? This was their site. They came in here in the worship center last Sunday, and they were the prayer warriors, and they prayed for the safety of everybody that was out at all of the other sites. And we shouldn't take this for granted, because as I went around, as I looked at different sites, as I pulled up to one site, and they had this uh, wood chipper thing, and, chi and wood chips were flying out into the, gar into the yard, I was thinking to myself, I don't know how safe this is. But I remember that there were prayer warriors back at our church that were lifting up people in prayer for safety. And do you know out of 36 sites, nobody got hurt? There wasn't one incident, nothing. That God granted our prayers and he put a hedge of protection around each and every person. Look, it says, in service, right? Think about how many people served. Probably the biggest gift that whatever it was as they rolled up to their site, they said, how can I be used to bless others? It says the one who teaches in his teaching. It was only possible because there were sight leaders, right? And some of you had gifts and abilities and you had people at your site that you brought alongside you that you then taught how to do the things that you knew how to do. So we know that there was teaching that was taking place. How about this one? The one who exhorts. There is people in our midst, they have the gift of encouraging others. I mean, you see them, they're always smiling, they're always giving people hugs, they have a way of just taking people that are down and lifting them up, and so you use that God-given gift to bless the people at your site as well as the other team members that were at your site. I want you to see this next one. It says, the one who contributes in generosity. And you know, of all the gifts, this is probably the one that we talk about the least. And these are the people that their influence is the finances that, that God has blessed them with. And so they do this, and you know who you are, right? Because you don't just give. You give sacrificially because God gives you the ability to give sacrificially. And so you're able to donate. You're able to write the check so that we can do what it is that God has called us to do. And so I want to thank you, those of you that have partnered financially with us, to help us do the things that he's called us to do. You see, everyone plays a part. The one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy, and there was a whole lot of acts of mercy that took place last weekend, that in all of this, we do it with cheerful hearts Amen. to the glory of God, because he's the one that gets all the praise. So we're excited this morning because there's 36 sites, as I mentioned, and as much as I would love to go through every single one of the 36 sites, um, I don't think you want to be here for five hours today, right? 
Um, I did have the opportunity last Tuesday, Ron Cazera, uh, our step out coordinator, invited me to a recap dinner that he has with the site leaders. And for over two hours, I got to listen as each site leader took turns explaining what happened at their site and the God moment that took place. And as people, as tears were coming down people's cheeks as they were sharing the incredible ministry that took place, I don't even think we'll ever truly know this side of heaven, the impact that this church had last week, and I honestly believe that. Uh, but for time's sake, we're going to highlight three today, okay? So you all take a deep breath. We're going to highlight three today. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to say this, that I honestly believe that Shepherd's Gate, you owned your influence you owned it through the gifts and the abilities that you had. You, you, you owned it through the generosity and what we were able to contribute. You're going to see as that plays out today. But I just want to remind you, we were one church last weekend. We just happened to be in multiple locations all over Metro Detroit. And to the glory of God, we get to highlight some of those today. So uh, the, first, um, the first site that we're going to highlight is uh, Patrice Brown. Uh, she bought a home in Detroit, and so she was partnered with uh, one of our members here, uh, and so they're going to come at this time. And why am I spacing out on your name? Jim Sutherland. There it is. Jim Sutherland, uh, who's uh, the vice president of Eastern Market. So can you welcome them as they come to share at this time? All right, Jim, well, you're a member of our church. You're also a member of our church council. Uh, how did we end up uh, at this site? Tell us, tell us how this all came about. So I fell victim to the Ron Cusera infomercial. <laughs> you, know, you know the one, it's, it's the one, you too can be a site leader for Step Out and Serve and three easy payments. So, no, seriously, uh, Patrice and I have worked together at Eastern Market for a number of years. Um, her role is as the manager of food access, so she literally and her team serve dozens of sites throughout the city in terms of bringing fresh, healthy food on behalf of Eastern Market to communities that are uh, suffering from all sorts of uh, food-deprived conditions and, and health issues. So that, that was her role and passion in the city. And I sit across from her at, at, in our office, and she bought this house uh, needing almost full demolition about a year ago. and. We've listened to her for this last year, and of course, as a fallen human, we're all sitting there going, you know, we, we should help. Somebody should help. Somebody should do something. Maybe we can reach out and serve her. And a year goes by, and this opportunity for Step Out and Serve, the first time our family has been able to actually participate in it, and God just went. <laughs> so I proposed the site. Ron said, sure, because why not 36 sites instead of 28? <laughs> so that's how we ended up in Patrice's house on the east side of Detroit. Awesome. Yeah. We're going to show some pictures here so you can kind of get a visual of this. But tell us what that was like having a co-worker's church come down and partner and help you uh, get your house I try to find words, man, but blessed. I felt blessed. I felt uh, grateful. Um, it was just amazing what they were able to do um, last week. And um, they cleaned my house from top to bottom, guys. We, we demoed. We started demoing in the first couple months. But what the team did last week was nothing compared to what we were, we were doing before they came. 
um, top to bottom. So all the way up, uh, this is an old house. It's over 100 years old, um, and they went up stairs, and Abby and Grayson was really, we talk about children doing things in the home. They were really um, adamant about helping, and they went in. Um, Despite all the risks, they went in and they cleaned the home from the top to the bottom, and I'm grateful today. So I felt really amazed by all of the work that they were doing when we got to the house. Um, they were already starting on the stairs, so um, Leanne was like, Patrice, I think you should go in after uh, lunch or while we were eating lunch and uh, see that you have floors. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so, I have floors. It's so amazing and the steps, I have steps now. Thank you, Jesus. And so I just really am grateful and um, again, just blessed. I think me and my family will enjoy this house for the rest of our lives. We are able to be a really good um, neighborhood, um, neighbor in the neighborhood. My neighbors came out. It was something that I didn't share before, and I got to know neighbors that I, I wasn't able to connect with before the church came out to help. And they were so amazed, too. They were like, oh, my God, what's happening um, in our neighborhood? And I'm like, this is God working. Um, so I just really uh, appreciate all the, the the love. I think it, we wedge in love, and I really appreciate just all the love that we are wedging here. This is so amazing. It's awesome. And you really represent one of the many houses that we were able to go to, whether it was landscaping, inside, outside. And so your entire house is gutted. And so now you got to try to put everything back together before winter. But you said it even spurred on some of your coworkers that they're going to get involved. And uh, maybe some of you would even be called. Maybe you weren't able to help out that uh, last weekend and you want to do something. I'm going to guess you're okay having some more people come down. Absolutely. Set, setting you up there, so. Yes, if Jesus is leading y'all my way, come on, we, we accept it. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Um, and I just, I'm really grateful. Yes, so we are buttoning up the house. Uh, we're not finished with the house. Um, it, we're going to make this a really uh, wonderful home for my family, for the neighbors, for our community. Um, so uh, we're working now to kind of uh, seal up the outside of the house so that we can go in in the wintertime and work um, day and night in the winter uh, throughout the house and build walls. So the scripture talked about transformation, and I was just sharing with the earlier service that Romans is one of my favorites um, because it talks about how to transform our lives and not be conformed to these things of the world. And so we're here to transform this neighborhood into something that's family-oriented and family-friendly. And I'm just, again, blessed for all the things that you guys are willing to do and going to do Thank God for what he's done, and thank God for what he will do. And I just thank you for this time. Awesome. Can we give him a hand? Thank you for allowing us to go and to partner with you and be a blessing. And we're looking forward to seeing the house continue to transform. So um, at this time, we're going to be highlighting another one of our ministries, uh, Camp Restore in Detroit. So I want to direct your attention to the screens. You know, people don't you know really realize about Detroit. People you know have a, a stigma against it, and uh, I would say I would tell them you know come up here for a week and meet the people, put the work in, uh, see the city. You know it's a great city. Uh, we're really on an upswing right now, and you know 
will change your opinion. Every group that's coming here so far is left with a different opinion about Detroit. We've had a lot of groups come in, able to make a considerable impact on our on our community. We've got uh, uh, folks who are partnering with us and excited about uh, the activity, especially some of the block clubs doing blight removal and cleanup together with, with those groups so that they can get a handle on an area they'd like to maintain. As far as camp goes, we have a great building, we really do. Um, the top floor is all of our housing, so we have four or five bedrooms up there. On the lower level, we have a gym that a lot of our campers use, they love that. Um, and then we have a, this room, which is our dining hall. So a lot of the times we have church members that will come in and cook for us. And so they do like home cooked food and then they, they stay and they talk to our campers and hang out with them, tell them their stories. Cause a lot of them stayed through all of it. They grew up in this neighborhood and they stayed through the, the worst of it. And then we also have churches from the neighborhood and um, surrounding suburbs that come in and cook for us as well. This congregation once had a membership of about 1,300, uh, and they had a day school that was active and strong. You can go up and look at the cases of the, the old athletic uh, trophies, and, and they're just jammed in there. So it was a very active, strong, vibrant place. And when people come through, they talk about their parents, their grandparents, or where the homes, or where they lived in the, in the community. Um, it, it's good to see people who still got a heart for the ministry that they were once a part of. It's good to see people learning that it's not a place you gotta be afraid of anymore. My favorite part of Camper Store and the campers that come here is the different people and the different backgrounds. They, they're all so enthusiastic. They just love being here and helping with the community and meeting the different people that are from, I mean, as far as California and Boston, they come from all parts. Last Sunday we read the reading, Jesus feeding the 5,000. He took five loaves and two fish and he fed all those folks. Uh, oftentimes in ministry it seems like all you got is five loaves and two fish and 2,000 doesn't begin to count everyone, uh, 5,000, but, but, uh, uh, but the resources are there. Come and see for yourself. I would say that um, because I've lived in other places before, uh, you know, leaving Detroit and then coming back, um, I know sometimes people get a little bit intimidated by what they've heard about Detroit, but it's it's not like that. It really isn't. The people are wonderful. Uh, we've got awesome food here. It's an awesome city. It's coming back. Um, there's so much good happening here. And that's really what uh, the ministry of Camp Restore is about: is bringing hope bringing some sense of healing, uh, but bringing hope to people uh, who are just beginning to see some light and possibilities in, 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 for the future, for their community and for themselves. awesome and to have Kevin one of our long-term members and Bethany from Camp Restore. Uh, Mount Carmel is actually a sister congregation of ours. This is the first time that this has been a step out and serve site. So Kevin tell us about how this became a site and how you became the site leader. Um, before I talk about that I just noticed that bike used to hang in my garage for about four years. It looks really good right now. It threw me off when I came up here the first time and I didn't say anything but it's like Boy, they clean that thing up real good. Um, anyways, 
about Mount Calvary and about Camp Restore. Um, I, I was baptized at Mount Calvary, went to their school. I was part of that 1300. On a Sunday, uh, on an Easter Sunday, they'd have three services and the place would be packed out, you know, kind of like where we're at here. So, um, but uh, it was, how it came about was Ron was asking for sites. My wife Dawn went to him, said, you know, hey, we got this site, Camp Resort down in Detroit. And the next time we went to do sign up, um, my name's at the leader, so that's how I'm here. <laughs> so watch out. No, Bethany, thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit more about uh, Camp Restore, what you guys are currently doing and what you're hoping to do in the future, and we'll show some, some pictures of the, the project that they did when they were down there. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, thank you all so much for your service last week. We definitely could not do what we're doing without our partners. So we are so thankful for that. Um, Camp Restore has been running out of Mount Calvary since 2017, and we um, work really closely with our community. We house camper groups from across the United States, and they come and stay with us, and we give them projects to do. But we also um, help groups that are coming in just for a day. So we love having local volunteers, and um, our work focuses on three different things, which are all kind of um, summarized by the White House, which is a project that they helped with last week. Um, so we do blight removal, just helping clear up our area, make it look nicer. Construction, which is what we're working on now with the White House, restoring buildings and um, giving people homes and helping them with that. And then human care, so building relationships. Um, we run lots of outreach programs, kids programs, and that's the end goal for the White House is we'll be able to use it for tutoring, art programs, and then just a safe, clean, um, welcoming space for our community to come hang out. That's awesome, and we're so fortunate to be able to partner with you and to help you in that. And I heard there's even some more work to be done. And so uh, just at 8.30, someone mentioned about getting another crew to go down in a few weeks. So if you want to go down and be part of this site and, and finish up the White House, which is awesome that you call it that, right, and, and do that work to help you guys continue doing the ministry that God has called you to do, please let us know, let Ron know, let Kevin know, and we'll make those connections. And you're going to be out in the fellowship hall if anybody else if anybody wants more information uh, about what you're doing. Yes, whatever your gifts and talents and abilities are, we can use you. We need as many hands as possible. Oh yes, okay. um, in October the 4th and 5th, we have a state on our Facebook page. If you're interested, we're putting up drywall in our dorms. So we'll be able to house about 100 plus campers next summer. So if you are interested in coming to help with that, you can come talk to me. Awesome, can we give them a hand this morning? And the uh, third ministry that we're going to highlight this morning is the one that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, the WAVE project. If you came in the front, you may have noticed the shower unit is actually here. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, but we want you to watch this video. So let's watch this video together. Thanks, you guys. I think everybody involved would say it's a God thing, and I know that's kind of a kitschy thing to say for most people, but uh, in talking to every part of our group, every person that's connected to it, uh, at some point in our, our walk, and some point in our experience, God really nudged each person into service. We 
got together and we're just dreaming. Uh, we started exploring homeless community and what, what area of needs they have. And uh, with meeting with other organizations in that community, it turned out that hygiene was a big issue um, and showers were a big issue as well. One of the things that became evident to us is there are a lot of barriers surrounding access to hygiene facilities. Uh, there are some organizations in our community that do fantastic work. You know, they offer walk-in showers, but most people don't really understand uh, the true barrier transportation is for people experiencing homelessness. You know, they point to the bus line and they might say, well, you know, how much is a bus ticket? Uh, when you have maybe a few dollars to your name, I can use that $3 to get to the warming shelter tonight so I don't have to sleep outside in 30 degree weather. And as described to us by some of the people that we're in community with, um, hygiene ends up falling way down that list. Imagine going, missing a day of a shower, two days, and then going a week or two weeks, a month. So to be able to offer that, I guess it's, it's looking at it as like a dignity. If, if, if you feel a certain way, and, and then you're able to present yourself in, a, in, a, in that way. Being able to pull up at a community event or establish a partnership with a local church or even go to a city center and bring mobile showers, bring hygiene services to people experiencing homelessness. That not only provides them the service, but it also knocks down a huge barrier that they're experiencing. We were serving in Detroit actually, serving a meal, and it came up that they wanted a plastic bag just to put their stuff in. And we were like, oh my gosh, we really didn't, we only had a couple, but it's like, it's, it's bags that you get from any grocery store that we put our groceries in and then we throw them away and they use them to put everything in. And so stuff that we discard, they value. So that really showed me like that level of like, just awareness, it opened my eyes to where they're at and, and that opened my heart to be like, caring for them in that way. To so the person that's really looking at donating, their funds or, or even their time, their talent, their treasure, whatever they have. Um, just thinking of the people that don't have anything and, and how can we provide for them to give them a better way of life. It's not about us. We care about providing little showers. It's not about that. It's about showing love to other people. At the heart of this from the beginning, you know, Matthew 25, 40 has, has been everything. Um, the king will reply, whatever you've done for the least of these brothers and sisters, you've done for me. To be in community with so many wonderful people. They just fell on bad times and lost who they were. To get to sit across the table from a veteran or somebody who just got out of prison or somebody who might just be down on their luck because a few things went the wrong way and to look them in the eyes and tell them that they're loved. It's absolutely incredible. Can you tell us when this first started, when God dropped this into your heart, and then where we're at right now today? Well, uh, I just want to start. I'm sorry, I don't mean to ignore your question, but I want to thank you. Like, this place is amazing, and this congregation, these families, even if this is your first day here, um, I, I've said it a couple times, but you all are not normal in the best way. 
Um, you know, it's, it's totally God. You're camping on Romans, the body of Christ. It's, it's all of us coming together, knowing that we are uniquely and beautifully made and intentionally made and saying, I'll do what I can. And I'm really struck right now that even that video you just saw was created by a friend of ours. That, that's what they do. They do it on really high levels. And they donated their time to tell our story. And we're surrounded by hygiene kits that you made happen. But this organization, they just jumped on board with us and they said, whenever you need kits, you'll have them. Right? Wow. And it's like, we're not special. We're teachers. And um, we work in hygiene offices or dental hygiene offices and stay-at-home moms. And if you trust God and you step out, he will show up. Um, yeah, so thank you. Give each other a round of applause. Like, yeah. your generosity, it's going to impact the lives of so many. So about over, a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, much like yourselves, people going to church, serving in children's ministry. Some of us are musicians, worship leaders. Um, God was just nudging us and saying, hey, get out, serve, much like you all. And we were drawn to people who are marginalized. And as described in the video, over time, this crazy idea was born. And literally, Mark Batterson uh, from D.C. will say, you know, have big enough dreams so that if they come true, only God can have the glory. Mm. It, as you walk by that trailer out there, like one year, amazingly huge dreams, all of this, only the glory can go to him. It's awesome. It's awesome. Can... <laughs> and Shepard, so in a year and a half, and you just got the trailer and the truck last week. It's incredible. And Shepherd's Gate kind of entered the, your story back in February when a member of ours came and said, hey, there's this new nonprofit that's starting up. Maybe our church would want to partner with them. And so you came in. You met, you met with our Mission 13 team. They gave you some seed money, 8000 bucks, to go toward the some, trailer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they said, we want to, <laughs> but we're positioned to be able to do that. And then um, Ron then said, hey, you know, let's also collect donations. So that was part of the 100 hygiene kits as well as 180 items that, that they need to run the showers. And so wouldn't you believe, Shepherd's Gate, that uh, through your individual contributions, we had Amazon trucks here all <laughs> week long, that 135 of the 180 donations ended up coming in. And so we called Dave Dion, who heads up our Mission 13 team, and we said, man, can we just cover the rest of this so they don't have to go to another church or go back to their donors or have to worry about it? They can get this shower on the street. And Dave said, yeah, sure, no problem, whatever it is, I'll talk to the team and we'll just cover it so that today, after we test out the showers, which we're going to talk about in a minute, we can get them uh, doing the ministry that God has called you to do. Yeah, and I can't overstate the importance of that. You know, we, we have families, we have full-time jobs, and just trusting that God will provide. Like, I love this place. Every time I come here, you guys are <laughs> like, you know, we want to bless you and be generous. But, I mean, literally, one week from today, come on out, downtown Mount Clemens at the well. Um, there will be people showing up to, uh, you know, church community, much like this, the well. They're going to get a, a free meal. They're going to get a haircut. Uh, they're going to be able to take a shower. And um, all of your generosity, you stepping out, even the, the very smallest thing that you just added to your cart, it makes a difference, you know, and give glory to God for that. Um, so we're just, we're overjoyed, but I, I can't overstate, you guys have made this possible from every component, what you see, even the stuff you don't see, um, your obedience has really helped bring a dream that will matter to people into reality and it set us up for success moving forward. 
it's awesome. And we do want to let you know that if you go into the fellowship hall, you're going to see a table there of all of the supplies. Some of the 830 people thought maybe we were cleaning out a closet. Um, that's not true. That's actually all the things that you donated uh, that Todd's going to be taking with him today. And we hope that you'll stay, grab a cookie, grab a coffee, and then go out and actually tour the showers today. Yeah, I'll be out there. Yeah. And then if any of you just feel inclined, maybe you don't have plans this afternoon, um, if you would be willing to do this, I'll let Todd set it up. But we need just a couple more volunteers today to do something really incredible. Yeah, I'm scared to death, really. I mean, I'm driving across 23 Mile. I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm a choir teacher. And I'm driving this big truck with this trailer behind me. And then I'm like, oh, we have to go run a shower service. So the idea for today is a soft launch. They do it in the restaurant business and all that other stuff. And I get it. Even some of our board members were saying, like, yeah, people from Shepherd's Gate are totally going to want to stay and just shower in a trailer, right? <laughs> OK? But truly, just so you know, like we did a training last weekend. We want to honor God. We've tried to be intentional in our planning and being thorough and methodical. Um, today, if, if you have the time and you can stay, for us, you're helping us uh, prepare our welcome team to have a human in front of them and actually register someone. You're helping us pr uh, prepare our, our mobile service crew that has, has to welcome somebody and then after they leave, cl clean the entire stall and even just run the trailer. Like It still has that new trailer smell. We, we have to <laughs> get in there and figure it out and as you said we need some people to, to stay and help us with that and please don't assume somebody else is going to do it because they probably won't <laughs> so if, if you can stay that'd be great and I'll have to say that uh, leadership is best when somebody leads by example this guy's the no he was the one of the first people to sign up you know and that's that's a great thing so join him and stay and hang out or even just, you know, spend some time and welcome people. It's, it's a community thing. We're all about relationships and we want to get to know you. It's awesome. So who's going to do it with me today, right? And Kurt, our tech guy signed I'm up. Ron and Michelle are signed up. Yeah. So if you can do that, that would be incredible. So yeah. again, 100 hygiene kits, all the supplies out there. And then we have a whole gym full of these bicycles. Some of them are really nice. I mean, look how nice that bicycle That's is. That's right. That you're going to figure out how to get to the homeless in our community. So we have a partnership, and we're all about connecting churches and people, body of Christ. Um, the, the bikes aren't necessarily Wave Project, but Journey Church in downtown Mont Clemens, they meet at the Emerald Ballroom. Um, and Chad and those guys over there, they do a meal before each one of their services for the homeless. So Chad and their crew are going to connect them with people that, that need it. Um, actually, say some prayers for Chad right now himself. He's going through some health issues. So if you could, you know, lift him up. But um, if I could say, you know, for us, this is just the beginning. And, you know, we're the type of people that want to follow God, and we are in need of support. So um, if you're so inclined, if what's going on is moving you, we could use, you know, monthly partners, even $10 a month would really help us plan responsibly and operate responsibly. And, you know, secondly, if you want to come out and serve and, and help out, and, you know, we We'd love to be with you. We're looking for storage. We still need long-term storage for the trailer. So I know you're like, geez, Todd's needy. But right. um, <laughs> all of these things are out there. And like something that's small to you is, is huge to us. So um, if you're interested in talking about any of that or even just getting a high five or a hug, please come see me. It's awesome. We give him Todd a hand. Thank you, man. And uh, lastly, we want to show you this video that Jeff put together for us that he tried to get as many of the sites as possible in this. Uh, and it's just a, a, an end camp to this whole day. So let's watch this celebration video together.
Shepherd's Gate, you are one amazing church. And I hope you know that. And isn't it nice to hear an outside perspective tell us that we're a little crazy? But I think we're okay being a little crazy, aren't we? The fact that all of these things could, could even take place, um, all the money that was donated to be able to do all the supplies and the, the mulch and the flooring and everything uh, in addition, uh, 17000 that was contributed by Mission 13 and another 5000 that just came in of people just giving money to Ron saying, here, I want to help. Here, I'm not going to be here this weekend. We just want to bless you and do whatever it is that we can do to be part of what God is doing in through the people of Shepherd's Gate. So it's absolutely humbling. And we know none of this would be possible without leadership. And it's taken the dedication of this crew. Uh, you hear a lot about Ron, who has been heading this up for the last two years. They started planning this back in April. Think about that. And then all these incredible people that have been standing by him on the planning team. And so we wanted to honor them today. So if your name's on the screen, could you just come up here? I know we didn't tell you we were going to do this, but can you just come up here so that we can honor you this morning? And give them a hand as they're coming up. Thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you for the extra time, energy, meetings, all the planning, all the logistics that went into making this one incredible weekend. There's no way we could have done it without you. And for us, thank you for owning your influence and thank you for pushing others who were hesitant at first or maybe their spouses signed them up, which is awesome. Remember that next year, spouses, <laughs> to own their influence, to do things that maybe they never thought that they could do so that God could be glorified and people could be served. And obviously, this is not possible without each and every one of you. And so what I want you to do, ready? I want you to stand up, church. All right? All of you, because all of you contributed in some way, shape, or form. And I know this is going to be weird, but I want you to give yourselves a hand, and we're going to give them a hand as well. So let me close in prayer, give you the benediction. We can go get some coffee and cookies and check out that shower unit that's outside. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for, once again, your protection last week and just all of the sites, all of the lives that were impacted and changed. God, we thank you for those that are visiting with us today that allowed us to come to their homes or to their nonprofits and to partner with them. And we just pray continued blessing upon them. God, for each one of these hygiene kits, the 100 hygiene kits that are on this stage and, and each individual that they represent is they're going to be handed into them with your love. God, that you would watch over and lead and guide them, as well as the bikes that are donated, everything that takes place. God, we are just so humbled that we got to serve you last weekend. So God, continue to stir that in the hearts of the people that call Shepherd's Gate home. Continue to call us to do what you've called us to do right here in our community. And God, we want you to know just how awesome you are. Thank you, God. Thank you for this leadership team that serves so diligently. We do all of these things for you. You get all the praise and glory and honor. It is you, God, that worked in and through your church. We love you and we thank you. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Receive the blessing of our Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you. And may he look upon you with favor and give you his peace. God bless. We'll see you here next week, and we'll also see you outside in the fellowship hall. God bless.